Welcome to The Breakfast Club. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's uh, it's still Isolation Station. Uh, we're still recording this completely separate, but, you know, not not in hearts and minds. We're, we're together. The peninsula night. of insula. That's what we're on. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, this is behind the curtain again. We record these. We record these back to back, and oh my word, they shrunk um, quite a bit. I mean, I've yeah. shrunk quite a bit. I am one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cause lights down. So I don't know what this measurement of beer is, but I am two and a half. I am two and a half liters of beer down. And so yeah. this is gonna be fucking brill. Yeah, it's, kick, it's kicking my ass. Uh, <laughs> it's kicking my ass. <laughs> Mossy. Would you like to know what film we're doing this week? Um, you can't I... say no. That's basically the oh, point of the film. Okay, then, that's basically yeah. the point of the podcast. Yes, <laughs> good, I do. good. That's lucky. Uh, we're doing the Ridley Scott space horror classic. Holy shit! Are we doing Alien? We're doing Alien, oh, mate. We're doing man. Alien. Yeah, we are. Yeah, you know we what? are. I haven't seen Alien in time. I, I I've watched Aliens recently, but I haven't seen Alien in forever. So, Alien is one of those films. It's an absolute classic, but I think the sequels get a lot more love. Well, I think no, actually the sequel, the sequel gets a lot yeah. more love. Yeah, Alien. Alien Three is shit, and <laughs> Alien Resurrection is the worst film ever. So. And then anything after that is just utter dog shit. Yeah. Um, what Alien, Alien Colonial Marines the game hell of a game decent game yeah no I'm talking no, like I'm Alien vs Predator <laughs> I didn't mind Pre- Alien vs Predator the first one that was okay oh, mate it's awful it's a silly action film mate come on yeah and that is generally my go to I do love a, a, a silly action film but even I thought Alien vs Predator was rubbish well I mean you're gonna have to differ on that one <laughs> <laughs> And then, AVP Requiem was fucking awful. Uh, yeah, Prometheus. Uh, Prometheus. Was awful. Oh my god! What Prometheus is that? had the classic thing of running away from something in a straight line that always pisses me off in films. Yeah, yeah, just a generally just run awful sideways. film. Run sideways yeah. and you're fine. You're yeah, yeah, you're good. You're sound. Yeah, <laughs> but this first Alien film, what a film! Mm. What a classic of horror it is. We almost had a crossover of actors because I was originally going to do Watership Down for a, for an yes. Easter special. Yeah, you uh, were. I believe John Hurt is in both of them. Great, great actor, mm. great actor. He <sighs> fares well in this film, if I remember. He correctly. does. Yeah, he does. He, he survives <laughs> right through to the end. Yeah, right through yeah. To the end. In fact, he takes over Ridley because they were like, no, sorry, Ripley. Ripley's yeah. from fucking Metroid. <laughs> he takes over from Ripley. He's like, no, we don't need a female protagonist. We'd rather have John Hurt. Yeah, we wanted a strong female protagonist, but then we thought John Hurt's fucking amazing. Then we thought, so this we're is, just keeping this is him. the 70s, so we don't really give a fuck about women. <laughs> so, we're kicking off with Alien, if that's Let's all right. Go. I'm going yeah, to... Get directly into it, please. In, immerse me in aliens. We start alien. off in we start off in space, mate. <laughs> what a surprise! What a what a shocker! <laughs> we start off in space and we see the uh, spacecraft Nostromo. It's a yeah. commercial towing vehicle with seven crew members. That's not very many crew members. It's not, it's not a lot. Of, not a lot of crew members. No, you get more um, on a ship. 
Yeah, yeah, on an actual ship. Yeah, actual human ship. But uh, yeah. apparently, commercial towing vehicles don't need that many people. And this one, <laughs> it's good to know. Yeah, apparently For so. Pe- when we go to Mars, it's very good to know. <laughs> this one, they're all in sleeping pods, and the sleeping pods start to crack open, and John Hurt wakes up. That's good of him. Yeah, and then we cut to them. They've all woken up, apparently, all seven crew members. Oh, that's nice. I thought it was going to be like that film with um, with Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt, where essentially the plot is he tries to have sex with her against her will. Yeah, space rape. Is that what that film's called? Passengers oh, is what that film's called. But called uh, the, the director's cut is called Space Rape. Yeah, it was a sequel to Space Balls, if I remember correctly. Yeah, check it out, kids. It's a, it's a dark film. <laughs> it's a dark film where you're supposed to like Chris Pratt at the end, yeah. despite the whole rape it's, it's almost like It's almost like they went, who's the most likable actor in the world? Yeah. And they went, Chris Pratt. And they went, should we test how likable we can make him? Yeah. And they went, yeah, let's we can do it. Really make him. <laughs> and then they went, let's put Michael Sheen in there for comic relief because he's quite likable as well. It's just a fucking weird, dark film. Yeah. yeah. But I enjoyed it anyway. Anyway, they I wake up from one. these sleeping pods and they're sat around eating and there's some griping that two of the two of the characters don't get paid as much as the others that becomes it's a shitter do you know what it's a real recurring thing with these characters that they mention (laughs) that they're not getting paid as much as the others and it doesn't matter a single iota through the rest of the (laughs) film but they bring it up every scene every scene they're in they're just like hey we don't get paid as much as you guys and the film's (laughs) just like we don't give a shit mate so that's brilliant yeah it's weird they're sat around eating they're having a chat they're all happy to be awake again they realize eventually they're having a look at the maps and all this shit that they're looking at they're like we're not in the right system they were meant to be heading back to earth and they are miles off course and they're like why are we not why are we not (laughs) that's a stinker yeah it's a real stinker it's a real stinker they're just like why are we not on the right course so they look into it and apparently there's been a distress beacon and apparently on this ship it's standard protocol that if the crew are all in hypersleep or whatever it is and there's a distress beacon the ship will naturally redirect its course to the distress beacon Mm, that sounds like that's an accident waiting to happen it sounds like a real shitter doesn't it it does not sound like a a good idea at least they all get paid the same yeah well, yeah, exactly. Apart from those two guys who are very adamant that they do not get yeah. paid the same. One of them yeah. just deals with like cleaning the piss off the floor. <laughs> so, seeing as how you mentioned the guys who do not get paid the same, one of them is like, I don't get paid enough to go and investigate <laughs> <laughs> some distress beacon. To which you point... You That's your job, you stupid well, bastard. Well, <laughs> they're miners. They're miners. They're literally a mining and towing They're like ship. 14. So he literally... Yeah, <laughs> they're literally not paid to go and investigate distress beacons but then one of the characters ash uh played by ian Holm in this film is like uh if you investigate your contract there's actually a clause in there that says if you don't go and investigate distress beacons you won't get paid also don't worry about it because if you get face fucked by an alien you're a minor, so they won't do it. They'll just they'll they stay away from you. They can't Facebook no, you. You're under sixteen. Yeah, you're a minor. Yeah. yeah. Isn't um, Ian home? Isn't he Bilbo in Lord of the Rings? 
Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Good shout. Yeah. That's a real good shout, mate. Fucking hell, yeah. Great shout. He is. Yeah. Um, does he so go th- at any point? He does. He does his weird Bilbo face. <laughs> <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, oh. He tells them they won't get paid if they don't go investigate this distress beacon. So then we hear the weird beacon, and it's like a weird noise. It's definitely not human. It's like a series of like clicks and weird shit, and it's, oh, so it's, it's a just dolphin. Odd. Yeah, it's a dolphin in distress. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they find this planet and they go and investigate this planet and they're like okay we have to go have a look at this planet they do a landing and it's the worst landing in the world because immediately <laughs> immediately they breach the hull of their own ship yeah, landing on this a, planet that's a, that's a dog shit landing what what Absolute. are they well was one of the guys who was getting paid less having to land the plane. So. Well, one of the guys who's getting paid less has to go and investigate the damage. Oh, for fuck's sake. And they're like, how long will it take to repair? And he's like, 25 hours. Holy shit. Like, Amazing. That is damage? That is a Good long time. They really damage, they really fuck up the ship. And then you think, <laughs> if they'd have only paid this guy more, would he have done it in less time? Would he have repaired hours. it quicker? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. 28 minutes. He's literally got no motivation to repair this ship. No. So, they land, they breach the hull, it's going to take 25 hours to fix. Three of the crew, including the captain, decide, let's just go out and have a look around the planet. <laughs> That's what you do when there's a, a distress beacon. Hey, what, beacon? What, what else would you do? The beacon's going off and saying, hey, there's danger here. <laughs> Three up. of them. Watch out, by the way. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't come here. It's fucking not no, safe. this place is crazy. Especially yeah. don't smash your ship to bits. <laughs> <laughs> and then the captain's just like, I'll go have a look. I'm, I'm up for it. I'm going to go, go have a wander. wander. Fuck this. <laughs> Social isolation. Don't fancy that. I'm going for a wander. <laughs> so these three crew members go out for a wander. And Ripley, played by um, ooh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, there we go. Uh, goes for a wander around the ship. And she goes and she finds those two guys who are always griping about how little they're getting paid. <laughs> And one still of them moaning. Still, still moaning. Still moaning. Honest to God, they are they are genuinely like that. They're like the comic relief through this film. <laughs> okay, well, that's nice. It's nice to have some comic relief. Yeah, exactly. And one of them, Parker, is moaning, and he's like, "I better get be, be getting paid more for this." And Ripley <laughs> says the line, "Parker, don't worry, you'll get what's coming to you." Oh God! Boom. That's good foreshadowing in a no. in a horror film. I think I've asked you this once before, Dave. Yeah. I'm going to ask you it again. Okay. Is Parker white? Parker is not white. <laughs> okay. So, not only does he get paid less, but he's going to get what's coming to him. <laughs> I don't know. It's not me being racist. This is what happens in the film. It's the 70s and 80s, Dave. You just can't help it. Parker. Uh, honest to God. He's what I would call horror fodder. Horror fodder. He's in the line. The line of He is. The only thing that would have made him more susceptible to death is if he'd have had sex with someone in the opening scene. (laughs) 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 Yeah, he is not in a a good... You could argue that he got fucked by the company because he has less wages, so... (laughs) Hey-oh! Satire. Yeah. He is not in a he's not in a good position. So no. anyway, the three who've gone out, John Hurt, the captain, and a woman. A woman. A woman. They find a ship 
and they go and have a wander round. They find this giant in the ship who's like fused yeah. to a chair. A giant. It's like yeah, he's like he's massive. It's a it's like a humanoid alien okay. fused to a massive chair, and they're looking round him and they're like, oh, it's like I he's exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think later on in Prometheus, you find out I I've not watched the later alien films so i think they're like the gods or something yeah you find out they're called like the engineers or something i might oh, be okay. wrong on that but i think that's what they're called these big alien race anyway he's one of them and he's sat on his chair and he's fused to his chair and they're, they're <laughs> looking great alien race <laughs> featuring all your favorites <laughs> and they're looking around and they're like oh it's like he's exploded from the inside which they are remarkably calm about well, I'd be quite calm about that. About yeah, a yeah. giant. Not only have I found an alien giant, but then I found him exploded from the inside. That I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, he's a Send cool guy. Send a few guy. photos. Get a selfie for the Insta. <laughs> and then we cut back to Ripley, who has decoded some of the distress signal, and she's like, I don't think it was a distress signal. I think it was a warning. Well, isn't that what a distress signal is? Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, that's actively. Weird. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that is what it is. Like, you should be paid less. And then she's like, she's like, we should call them back. And then Ian Home, aka Bilbo, aka Ash, is like, <laughs> why bother calling them back? Like, if it's a warning, they'll find out soon enough. Which seems really blasé. <laughs> it does seem quite blasé. It does, doesn't it? Like, they'll find out if it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, it'll be all right. What's so, the worst that could happen? Well, literally, what is the worst that could happen? Think of the worst thing that could happen. Probably won't yeah. happen. The worst thing that could happen, in my opinion, would be uh, there's an alien super apex predator that's going to kill them all. Okay, that might happen. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what's the but worst anything, that could anything happen? Anything lower than that, probably not. Probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> so, we cut back to the alien spaceship. And John Hurt is being lowered down into this massive cave, which is, be- as far as I'm aware, is below the burst in the other alien's chest. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Directly below. So they're yeah. just lowering him down this person's chest into a massive cave. Oh, uh, they just a towing ship. Why don't they just tow the fucking ship? I don't. They? I don't know what they're doing. To be honest, I don't know what their their whole thing is. They're not detectives. <laughs> <laughs> so. They lower him into this cave and he sees loads of these like egg things around the floor and there's loads of yeah. mist around the floor. He's walking around, he's having a good time. <laughs> the eggs produce their own mist. Apparently so. That's nice of them. Yeah, that's good. He slips and he knocks some of these eggs. And he's oh, like, dear. oh shit. And then he has a look at them and he's shining his torch into them and he's like, oh, there appears to be life in some of them. And then one of them starts opening. Yeah, and, and he just dips his face right in there. He's just like, oh, what's he's this? Face he's just like, oh, what's mm. this shit? I better Guess. zoom in with my human <laughs> eyes, and I the better... only way to do that <laughs> is to pop my face directly above this thing. I better zoom these retinas right on in there. <laughs> pops it, pops his face into the egg. <laughs> anyway, we all know what's coming. Face hugger, motherfucker. Yeah, straight. He in. gets face hugged. Boom, his face is in the egg, face hugger's in the egg, face, face hugger, your face is getting hugged, mate. That's what happens. Hugged for days. You're getting hugged hard. And. Yeah. So, the other two. Do we see its little dick? 
No, we don't see a stick go into his mouth. Oh, okay. We That's just see it like much. jump up and like its arms open and then close round him. Yeah. Don't forget it's... at this point he's wearing a full spaceman suit, so he's got like the full helmet and like yeah. full like rest of the suit oh, on. Oh, so it's on his it's on his visor. You would assume he's safe. It's just oh, landed on probably, his visor. Yeah, no, he's probably safe. He's probably safe. I'd assume so. Yeah. Anyway, cut to the rest of the crew have carried John Hurt back to the ship. And they're like, come on, you need to let us in. And Ripley, what I think rightly so, yeah. is like, procedure says, if something like this has happened on an alien planet, yeah. you guys are getting quarantined. You're getting quarantined. Of course you're getting quarantined. You're We're getting all quarantined. quarantined now. Yeah, exactly. And this is on planet Earth. Exactly. You know, a few people have gotten ill and <laughs> we're all quarantined. This guy has had an alien jump at his face and wrap itself around him, and you guys want in. Bullshit. You're yeah, no, social isolating, mate. No, mate. Stay two yeah. metres apart. <laughs> Record your podcasts from your own houses. Yeah, it's a hell of an allegory, this one. <laughs> it is. It is. And she, uh, Ripley is completely right. She's like, listen, yeah, she this is... It. She is. She's like, this is procedure. You guys are staying out there. And they're like... Because uh, the, don't forget the captain's with them. And he's like, it's yeah. my goddamn ship. You let me in. And Ripley's like, <laughs> it's Ripley. your goddamn ship. It's your goddamn rules. You think yeah, twice. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You're not obeying the rules. And she's like, no, I won't let you in. But then Ash, the science officer, played by Ian Holm, also Bilbo from Lord of the Rings, lets them in. Oh, what an idiot! Prick, men. absolute Fucking prick. Men, eh? Fucking men, all of them, every single one, idiots. Rich white men. Yeah, absolute idiots. <laughs> That's what's what, wrong with What society. a little cook. So, they take uh, Kane, played by John Hurt, into the uh, doctor's place. What's the doctor's place called? Hospital. Hospital. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the infirmary, I suppose. They take him to the yeah. They take him to the infirmary, and for some reason, Ash, the chief medical officer, uh, chief science officer, and um, the captain of the ship, for some reason are the ones doing surgery on him. Why That's not? the best way. There's only seven the, people. The really. captain gets real fucking involved in every mission on this ship. Like, you think of all the people to keep safe, it would be the captain, but no, fuck him. Let's just get him, let's just get him doing every single thing Do on what? this ship. Despite, despite already definitely sh- having to be in quarantine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Despite the fact he's not in a good way. Um, <laughs> the captain's called Dallas, by the way, for all that matters. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. He dies, so fuck What was him. that? The captain's called Dallas. Dallas, good name. That should have been a. Uh, that should have been in Top Gun. It, it is like a Top Gun call sign, isn't it? It's yeah. pretty cool, Dallas. Anyway, they're doing surgery on uh, Kane. Ash is a proper little rat. He's like, <laughs> oh, mate. He's proper weird. He like he's like loving the alien, and he's like, uh, Dil- uh, he's just loves an it. Alien? No, no, he's just like he's just like full on boning off it, and Dallas have got, is like, have they got an alien? So did they get the facehugger and put it in like a, a thing? So Kane comes onto the ship, Ugh. and the facehugger, <laughs> the facehugger has somehow burnt through the mask, yeah, and managed to land on his face. Oh, so, it's, so it somehow wormed its way through his visor. And yeah, yeah, his yeah, face. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So they cut through the visor and remove yeah. the visor. With the face hugger still attached to his face, and then they're like, "Let's try and cut the face hugger off," and they cut 
one bit of its leg and some of the some of its blood falls on the floor and it burns through the floor. Uh, it's got like acid blood. It's got acid blood. Yeah. And they run through they run down a deck, find where the blood was, and it's dripped through another deck, and then they run through another deck. Oh, so they're yeah. they're three so decks took, down. Like, three hours to run through all the decks. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're three decks down and the acid has only stopped at the on the floor of the fourth deck, what would be the fourth deck down? And um, good job they didn't get any of that blood on uh, on old John Hurt's face, in it? Yeah, exactly. Good job they cut that alien while it was on his face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Dallas gets a pen and like pokes the hole where it is, and the pen starts burning. And he's like, "Oh, it must be molecular acid." Cause no, of course, yeah, of course it yeah. must be. Must <laughs> it be. must be that. Yeah, I've narrowed <laughs> it down to that too. <laughs> um so then there's a scene in the science lab where ash is investigating the face hugger thing and ripley walks up to ash and basically just tells him he broke the law that (laughs) you're under arrest bitch (laughs) yeah basically she's like when dallas is off the ship i'm in command i said they were under quarantine and you let them in so you've broken the law and then Ash is like, I'm chief medical officer, so if it's anything to do with science or medicine, it's my remit. Which He's like, I am the law, and then yeah, shoots. Yeah, exactly, yeah. He does a full-on dread and just shoots her. Um, so, yeah, Ash is just Ash is just a fucking weirdo. And they, <laughs> he's investigating this face hugger. Anyway, they get to a point where they've repaired the ship, and Dallas is like, when can we take off? And Ripley says... It's going to be another ten hours. You know, we've not got we've we've not got cameras on some decks, and we can't do something. We've not got backup engines. Something ridiculous. And Dallas is like, "That's all bullshit. We can take <laughs> off without them. Let's get Stop out of talking here." Shit. You don't need engines to take off. Yeah, oh, exactly. What do you think this <laughs> is? The past. Yeah. <laughs> so they take off, regardless of the fact that. You know, there's some very serious issues with the ship, which I imagine will play no part later on in the film. I highly doubt it. So they take off, and then it cuts to a scene which I imagine is a day or two later, where Ash comes and tells them all to come to the infirmary, and they get there, and Kane, a.k.a. John Hurt, is just up and just chatting, and he's just a happy bloke. He's just a real happy bloke. Well, yeah, I mean, he's had a bit of an ordeal. Sure, he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be fine. They investigate around the infirmary looking for the face hugger. Ripley pokes something and it drops down from the ceiling, but it's dead. Ah, it's all right then. We're good. It's all good, yeah. We're all good. Night- nightmares over. Have a slap-up meal. That'll sort him out. Yeah, they speak to John Hurt. John Hurt's like, oh, I had a horrible nightmare about suffocating. They, they're like, I imagine that's nothing. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You just had this little thing giving your face a nice little hug. You'll be fine. <laughs> It's just, a, it's just a hug, mate. Everyone loves a hug. Tell you what, you get free reign of the ship. Here's the key. Here's the key to all the doors in the ship. You just pop around. You just have a, have you just have a little time. wander, mate. Just enjoy yourself. So, <laughs> John Hurt says he's hungry, and oh, they all is. go, they all go for a meal. They're all sat around having this meal. John Hurt's packing it away. He's just full on filling his face. I mean, and he's been all... sucking an alien dick for like 24 hours, so I imagine he's starving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he really, he's really been giving that alien what for. <laughs> and then all of a sudden he starts like dry heaving, 
and everyone's like, oh shit, are you okay? And he's like, I'm really not okay. So they drag him up onto the Probably table. Probably should be back in bed then. Yeah, oh mate, you should not let me out the infirmary so so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they drag him onto this table and we get the iconic chest burster scene. That's a good scene, this. He's fucking freaking out. Suddenly blood starts sprouting from his chest. There's blood all over him. There's blood all over all the crew members. <laughs> and then this little alien just pops its head out of his chest and starts looking around. And then it jumps out of its chest and then it bails before any of them can react. Now, I can't remember if this is this film or if it's Alien 3. Um, so, kids, if you want to write in and complain about my knowledge about this, just fucking jump in a well. Um... It's either this or Alien 3. The original plan was to have, like, a dog alien. <laughs> so, uh, when it burst out, it was to, like, run away as opposed to, like, slither away. Because they thought that it slithering away would look fucking stupid. So, they were going to have it run away. Um, so, they decided to do a load of makeup on a dog <laughs> and have it run down a corridor. And there is footage of the dog, like, in the alien makeup, running down the corridor. And it just looks like a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So they were like, yeah, no, we can't do that because it looks cute as fuck. (laughs) Just a little little dog running down a corridor, like... Amazing. That's not not scary at all. (laughs) But you know what? I don't think the chestburster looks any sillier than, like, the thing when, you know, the, the head sprouts legs well, and crawls that's off te- that's terrifying when that happens. yeah it is terrifying and if you were, i think if you were watching that in the 80s you'd have been scared as fuck whereas yeah. the chest burster looks like a little blind mouth like worm yeah it does it does but it did just erupt out of a man's sternum so. that's the thing you have to think about like because i guess at that point of the film you don't know the stages of the alien evolution <laughs> yeah, but, yeah but totally. it's creepy that this guy and like they don't explain it too much in this film they go into it in in later alien films but the fact that this guy <laughs> they go into it quite aggressively they in do go into it in a little, too much detail but the fact that this guy has gestated an alien inside yeah. him and then it's burst out of his chest is fucking yeah. horrible it's there's grim. a lot of there's a lot of allegories to sex in this film yeah in fact, that's pretty much the entire film. Yeah, and which it's... leads me to believe that um, Ridley Scott had a bit of a, a bit of an issue. Yeah, <laughs> shagging. It's so grim. It's so grim. Yeah. There's well, even babies a bit... are gross, right? They fucking yeah. rip the way out of you like some crazy <laughs> aliens. Like they don't know. They, they they do not. Yeah. No. There's literally even a... every animal on the entire planet <laughs> does that. So... <laughs> <laughs> There's even a bit prior to the chestburster scene where Parker the. Uh, the not white guy who dies um <laughs> he's not dead yet he's he's eating the food and they're all like i don't know how you enjoy this food so much and he turns to one of the women and winks at her and goes i'd rather be eating something else um and i assume he means vagina okay i thought you were gonna say something like tasty wheat or tasty wheat yeah no yeah. no 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 it's definitely meant to be a flirty moment between him and lambert and he's like uh, okay. i'd rather be eating your vagina Oh, is Lambert a girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Two girls? That's good. Two girls, I know. Very progressive. On a <laughs> ship as well. They're meant to be bad luck. 
Like genuinely, that is true. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Probably not in space, but yeah. Well, in the, the sea. I mean, space is just space is just the starry sea. It's just the starry sea. That's very poetic, mate. I enjoyed that. That was yeah. lovely. I was going to say I stole it from Star Trek, but I would never admit to watching that childish shit. Sorry, carry on, dude. Please don't badmouth Star Trek in my. Presence. I will. I will badmouth it forever. It's shit. It's always been shit. It will always be shit. Carry on. Your shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, the chestburster runs off. <laughs> the chestburster runs off. They're very nonplussed about it. They wrap John Hurt in what looks like blankets. They have a little funeral for him. They eject him from the ship. Holy shit, what? They oh, eject yeah, him from the ship. That's a good way to... Good way to bury people, isn't it? It's just to send them into space. Just eject them into space, yeah. Yeah, yeah. best way. Imagine how fucking terrifying that would be. I mean, I know the odds of it are very slim considering the size of space, but imagine yeah. if you're just flying around space and a corpse just hits your windscreen. Hits you right in the face. That'd be fucking yeah. horrible. They, I mean, the odds are astronomically they low. They are genuinely, so you'll a- be okay. literally astronomically low. Well, that was, that was the joke. Yeah. That would be awful. Anyway, they eject him from the ship. And then they gather some weapons to go looking for the alien. And what they gather is a cattle prod. That's good. Yeah. A tracking device that Ash has developed that um, that works on air density. So he demonstrates mm. it by just waving his hand in front of the, the thing. And that makes it go off. And... His hand is so close to the sensor, you would see the alien if it was there. Yeah, it's like the it's like the eye toy camera where you're playing the uh, for the PlayStation Two, where, <laughs> yeah. where you're playing the Wipe and Windows game, and you just walk up and put your thumb in front of the camera and win like within about a second. <laughs> but it's just it's just ridiculous. Like, oh, like this will prove it'll be fine. What? It's like no, mate. How about you stand like a hundred meters that way? Yeah, yeah, Please. exactly. The alien is fucking. They've just seen it burst out of someone's chest, <laughs> and they're just like, you have to stand this close for and, and like hand in front of eyes to be able to recognize that it's there. It's insane. And as well as the cattle prod and the tracking device, they take a net. Well, so net cattle prod shit tracking device that only works within one meter it's very very lo-fi i i thoroughly <laughs> they're on a spaceship what i like about this film is why that it's saying it's set in the future but it's so lo-fi it's yeah. insane like why do that. they only have i love that about all films where they're just all like even like 1940s 50s 60s like this is what the world's gonna be like in 1972 and it's like it shows you like here we'll all be in flying cars look at all these miraculous devices we've got and it's like uh a walkman or something but it's it's to the point of what they had at the time but sort of what they think it may be in 20 years and it's not like ridiculously futuristic it's just what they had but slightly better yeah for them it's like absolutely unthinkable (laughs) yeah but for us looking back it's like oh you've you've taped a you've taped a recorder to a telephone yeah Yeah. (laughs) you've taped a typewriter to a elephant yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> the telephant. I'm well over one of them. <laughs> the futuristic telephant device. Yeah. You put your you put your t- its tusk in your mouth and put its trunk to your ear. 
<laughs> the telephant. <laughs> the telephant. And he's um, like, hey, Marie, how you doing? And all you hear is, <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> Marie, you sound like you've come down with a touch of the consumption. <laughs> <laughs> the telephant. <laughs> oh man! Oh, so they have these really silly little devices that they're gonna go catch this alien with. Yeah. What I will say from this point, and what I love about this film, and what I think makes it one of the defining horror films of all time, is how claustrophobic it suddenly becomes. Yeah, yeah. Also, Sudden- the black guy didn't die first. Yeah, exactly. Very progressive. Very progressive. Um, Because suddenly, uh, even the way it's shot, like, everyone's having to duck down. The ship is suddenly, like, slightly too small for people. So they're ducking down in every corridor they're in. Every door doesn't quite open fully, so they're having to squeeze through. Every shot of a person is a tight close-up you know it's like right right. on their face and you can see them sweating all right yeah um (laughs) but it's just it's so it's so claustrophobic every time there's a shot with like more than one person in they're they're like on top of each other you know the camera's filming them and they're like shoulder to shoulder and over each other's yeah that's really cool it's really it's really well done it's really well done um so yeah it's a very claustrophobic film anyway they split into teams with these shit little devices they've got to go catch the alien and it's ridley brett and parker who go off to find the alien together and it's dallas lambert and ash go off in a different direction we don't care about them anyway about them who gives a fuck about them ripley's where it's at ripley ripley brett and parker are wandering around and suddenly their scanner goes off and you oh, get shit. the beeping, and they're like, oh shit, and they're following it, and they get to okay. this locker, and they open it up, and they're like, oh shit, and it's a cat. Oh, they got a cat on board, that's nice. They've got a cat called Jonesy, Jonesy on board. So the device is like the... Yes, that, that from sort of like, yeah, the, the classic the device from the from the Alien games, yeah, 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 very um, iconic. Yeah, the fucking most terrifying device in the world. Like, it's... even that brings, like shudders to me even thinking about it man as as a horror device having something that tells you where the horror <clears throat> is yeah but not not properly tells you yeah it just, just tells like, you oh, it's by close the way, something's here yeah by the way it's real fucking near and you're just yeah. like great that's really helpful and not like making me shit my pants at all one foot away from you so you probably should <laughs> see it by now <laughs> so they open this thing the cat runs off they go to catch it and Brett's like whoa whoa and stops them and then they turn on Brett and they're like what are you doing and he's like it's just a cat and they're like yeah but the cat's going to set the alarm off again if we don't catch it we need to catch it and put it away so that we know that anything that sets the alarm off is not the cat which it makes sense like right now he's just twist its head clean yeah just fucking stamp on its head just kill the cat (laughs) who cares (laughs) so they say to Brett listen go get the cat so Brett wanders off on his own classic horror film. Mm. Brett wanders off by himself, and when he's wandering around, he walks to this bit of the ship, and I don't understand this. He walks to this bit of the ship where there's just water dripping mm-hmm. down, like rain. Why is that there? The rain room? 
exactly they're in a ship surely any open part of a ship is ridiculous like there's no point in having that and then generating they're room. in space at this point like, they're in space they're in where's space the rain coming from? where's the rain coming from mossy i don't know well it's the rain room the rain room <laughs> classic rain room that they have on all ships <laughs> that classic rain room it's ins- it's insane he walks into this room there's rain dripping down he finds <laughs> he finds like a shed skin like a snake skin and he picks it up and it's like no, not not like uh not like ron seal which would be a shed skin not no, like that no nice that was good yeah. that was Strong good gag. Gag. that was a good good ron seal gag yeah and he picks up the shed skin and he's like oh and he drops it and then he hears a meow and he goes over to these crates and he sees jonesy and he's like oh come here cat and then the cat hisses at him and he's like oh what are you being a little prick for (laughs) 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 and then the cat hisses again and he realizes it's it's weird and he turns around and then that's when we get the full view of the alien for the first time so we see a full xenomorph already yeah full phallic head yeah crazy teeth and the little mini head in its mouth grotesque mouth tongue we do see it's gross yeah it's grotesque mouth tongue head yeah we see it that's a good name for a band it is grotesque mouth tongue head get on it um (laughs) we do see it's little weird inner mouth thing and it's horrible and it roars at brett and it and it inner mouths him it goes and the inner mouth comes out grabs him grabs him by the face pulls him in he's 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 a goner he's a gonzo and then literally like a minute or two later ripley and brett come running in and they run through the rain room and they're like brett 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 (laughs) and parker realizes that what's dripping down on him is not rain it is in fact brett's blood oh okay you probably should have known that though from the consistency he is soaked in blood in in within about 20 seconds <laughs> he's sodden what, what sodden has this alien blood. done to him <laughs> me. it can't have eaten much of him <laughs> and they look up and there's no sign of brett or the alien and they're like oh shit <laughs> so they head back to the control room and everyone rejoins and they're like He's, the alien is using the air ducts to move around. Oh, it dragged yeah. Brett up into the air ducts and vanished, and that's why they couldn't see it in the rain room. Let's right, just leave the ship then. Just go. Just fuck off. Just go right now. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I would. That's right what now. I would do. Yeah. Fuck yeah. this alien. It's horrible. <laughs> Let's go. If in- I get the chance, I'll fuck the alien. But if not, <laughs> if not, I'm I'll just, just leave. Leaving. I'll just go. I'm just leave it. Yeah. I'm just going. So they turn to Ash, who is the chief medical officer, chief science officer, and they're like, come on, you're the science officer, what do we know about this alien? And he's basically like, it's an apex predator, it's adapted remarkably well to its environment, there's probably nothing that will kill it. How did they learn this? How does he know this? How does he know this? And they're just like, guns would probably kill it. Guns would probably kill it. Or the cattle prop. Yeah. He goes... Right, and he genuinely says this in the film. He's like, maybe fire. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe that fire. Was, maybe fire a, will do and it. And a push. Yeah. That thing that's killed everything since ever. Uh, <laughs> we'll go with that. Yeah. Well, he genuinely says something to those effects. He's like, every animal is scared of fire. <laughs> and he's like, maybe fire will do it. Except for fire ants. They love it. 
So then we cut to the most claustrophobic scene of this film, yeah. where Dallas, the captain, again, the captain has volunteered to do this. What a guy. Well, he's the captain. That's what he gets. He's the captain. He's up in the air ducts with a flamethrower well. that has its pilot light lit at the front. <laughs> That's probably going to go well for him. He's holding quite, it remarkably close to his face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's insane. Like, if you watch this scene, how he's not burning himself alive <laughs> is un- unbelievable. That was his plan to go into the ducts in protest and burn himself <laughs> alive like Quan Duk Chi. <laughs> It's insane. It's genuinely <laughs> insane. And anyone who's not seen Alien will recognise this scene from the Simpsons episode, the yes. classic Simpsons episode where Bart brings the dog to school and yeah. groundskeeper Willie goes up into the ducks to find the dog. I watched that episode the other day. It's a great episode. It's probably it one of the best episode. Simpsons episodes ever made. That's bold, but it is a very good episode. It's a re- it's genuinely one of the most memorable Simpsons episodes for me, and I probably knew that scene before I'd watched Alien. Yeah, same. I didn't know what they were parodying for for a long time. So. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, a lot of things have done the the ventilation scene. That's they a, have. A, a big thing to sort of anything where it's like spooky shit in the ducts do that get up in the vents yeah 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 the hans gruber does it in diehard and he's like sprint back and forward that's true that's true yeah, it's <laughs> like, remarkable how much space there is in these ventilation shafts there's a lot yeah there is so anyway dallas is wandering around with this lit flamethrower <laughs> and the, he's walking around he's got the tracking signal they're all tracking it from the main console and then all of a sudden they lose the tracking signal well they're less than a foot away from it now yeah exactly and they're like dallas you need to get out of there it's wherever it is it's close so dallas jumps onto this ladder slides isn't that, down isn't that the opposite of them losing it yeah i know yeah okay they're like the last signal they got from it was that it was like seconds away from him and oh, then okay. it vanishes and they're like shit dallas you need to get out and he's like which way and they're like we don't know we've lost the signal get out of there so he jumps on fire to yourself yeah he genuinely he blasts fire down in both directions to try and cover his tracks then he jumps on a ladder that he hasn't blasted fire down slides down it turns left straight into the alien oh man now there's one thing i do know about fire and uh, another thing that i know about metal very poor at conducting heat <laughs> yeah he's so, probably fine just blasting fire just down blasting fire in that big metal container he'd be alright it wouldn't be hot when he walked down <laughs> it'd be okay <laughs> so they assume Dallas is dead he they, just assume they've got like, no dead. radio contact with him he, the last thing we heard from him was a scream oh, man. safe to assume horror film rules this guy's a goner yeah so Ripley was second in command, now in command. Now in command. Tell you what, Parker's having a world year. Yeah. That's two Parker, down. Parker's having a great there. time. Yeah, I know. Great time. So, Ripley's in command, and what being in command means is that she now has access to Mother, and Mother is the ship's central computer, which only the captain has access to. Oh, that's really strange. Yeah, I know. Now, you might think, what's the benefit in her having access to Mother? She yeah. turns to Ash, the science officer, and is like, what have we learned about this alien? What can we use to defeat it? And Ash says, 
I'm still collecting the data. Yeah. To which Ripley is like, you've been collecting the data since fucking day one, since it got on the ship, and you've got nothing. You've literally got nothing you can tell us. You've just said our fire might be right. Yeah, exactly. That's your one contribution to this mission. So she goes, I've got access to Mother now. I'm going to have a look at your data. She goes into the central computer room that apparently they have, and she accesses Mother, and she asks what's going on, and Mother's like, um, I can't tell you there's a secret lockout code from the central <laughs> from the central science officer who oh, apparently man. has that you know has that level of access to the, yeah, the like, ship central fuck the science officer yeah I, I am in command it, I am in command of this ship <laughs> so she says to mother she gives mother the secret captain access code apparently and then mother's like, "Okay, I'll tell you what the secret mission was," which is utter okay. bullshit. Yeah, and apparently the secret mission was to go to this planet, yeah, get a sample of the alien living on this planet. Okay. That I've got to remind you, they didn't know was there. They only went to this planet because there was a distress asleep, beacon yeah. from the other aliens that were on this planet who'd been attacked by this alien that yeah. they now have. Yeah, because this isn't their home planet, right? No, not at no. all. Not anywhere near. So, <laughs> their, mission, their mission was to land on this alien planet that they didn't know what was there, gather a, a, a sample of the alien that was there, and to take it back to Earth for some reason. Yeah. And then it says, crew expendable. So they were oh. happy for the ship to just come back to Earth without anyone else except this alien. <laughs> Not one human being. Not one so survivor. Just Fuck a fucking all. ship full of aliens and just be like, oh, I'll deal with it when it gets back to Earth, I guess. Why have they sent seven people to go get it? And not just went to one, like, military guy, your mission is to go and get an alien. Yeah, tell you what, guys. Right, we're gonna send a full military vessel. Yeah, we're just gonna instead instead of just sending a fucking tugboat, we're gonna send an actual military <laughs> unit to go and get these people yeah. back. And also, at the start of the film, we're led to believe they've just done their like towing mission or whatever it is. Yeah. So that they're done as far as they're concerned. Man, so it's not like they've mean. been told. Yeah, it's a real shitter. So not only have they been sent on a suicide mission, they've also had to do like a couple of days work in between and well above their pay grade well well. above their pay grade i mean parker and brett bring it up especially above parker and brett (laughs) it's just fucking insane so anyway they (laughs) learn that they're expendable and then ash attacks ripley and he just goes insane he goes absolutely insane he He goes mental he tries to attack her he's like trying to choke her he's bleeding uh. milk for some reason what he's like what do you mean? he's like sweating this white milk liquid from his face is his cum i don't know it might be his cum he might just, just be that excited to choke ripley he's that he's just coming out of his own there. face that he set his ejaculate to come out of his pores <laughs> <laughs> so he can impregnate everyone all the time <laughs> like after he's been for a run he just starts rubbing people in the co-op <laughs> Because that's how impregnation works. Well, according to, according to Ash, it is, yeah. <laughs> the guy's a maniac, Dave. I think we've come to the terms of that. <laughs> so he's like, he's punching Ripley and he's knocking her out and he knocks her onto this bed. Oh, fucking hell. And then, right, in the weirdest mm. thing ever, he grabs a magazine 
from off the side of the rack. He, yeah. he wraps it into like a tight tube. Yeah. And then he tries to choke Ripley by just jamming this tube down her throat. <laughs> That's the best way. That's the best way. When I used to be subscribed to the uh, official <laughs> Xbox magazine and the official PlayStation magazine, yeah. I used to just try and choke people to death with it at all times. It was like, the, uh, it down their throat, throwing the demo disc down their throat as well. It, there. it was the best thing about my subscription to Autoerotic Asphyxiators Weekly was that not only did you get an inf- a great and informative magazine yeah. but at the end of the read you could just roll it up and just use it That's to choke it. and wank it, it yourself had, to like, death it had them like perforated lines to yeah. show you how to roll it up yeah. perfectly you know like the, uh, the old viz A to B fold things it had like <laughs> yeah. that on the magazine oh just roll and roll and roll and then just shove it down your own throat and boom you're in heaven down mate. your throat and have a wank that's all you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's real fucking. What, what are we? Not a pillow. Not a, not a, anything that would be very good at asphyxiating someone. He has a magazine. He up. has. He's thrown her into a wall, knocked her unconscious, <laughs> thrown her on a bed. He at this point has a his own hands. B yeah. multiple pillows. Yeah. C he could just fucking. She's knocked out. He could just go get a weapon and stab get her to a death. Get a weapon. Yeah. Find a weapon anywhere near. Instead, magazine. roll up a magazine, stuff it down her throat, try and choke her to death with it. Best way, mate. It's Best the way. weird. It's the weirdest murder attempt I've ever seen in a film. It's insane. <laughs> at this point, at this point, luckily Parker and Lambert come in. Oh, thank Christ! They're just they walk in and say, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, they're just they're genuinely like, "What is going on?" If you on? want to kill her, do it like this, and then <laughs> you stop beating her to death. Parker goes up to Ash and tries to push him away. Ash, no word of a lie, gives Parker the worst titty twister you've ever seen in film. <laughs> he gives him a full-on <laughs> nipple twister. It's a, it's a full purple nipple. He grabs him right in the tit and just twists. He just goes, what? <laughs> What's my favourite Helen Hunt movie? <laughs> Twister, bang, on him, that's an Austin Powers joke for you. He does, he tries to rip his nipple off, it's fucking brutal, it's horrible. This, guy, this guy's got it all, man. He's choking people with magazines, and he's trying to rip people's tits off, he knows what he's doing. What a... He's a doctor for fuck's sake, he knows it all. What I would say is that, what I would say is that watching a lot of films... Bad guys are fairly unimaginative with how they kill people. Oh yeah. Not not Ash. Not Ash. Not Ash. Choke no. someone to death with a magazine, rip another guy's tit off. That's how I do in it. This guy's, this guy's got a dance to a fine art. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh man, so, I think I'm having a laugh as hard as this. It's so funny. <laughs> so he tries he tries to he tries to twist Parker's nipple right off. Let me guess. For the other guy, he, he goes like, oh, "I've got your nose," and then tries to rip his nose off. <laughs> he just like a like to the other guy, just like a dog. He just pokes a finger up his bum hole, and it just immediately stops all <laughs> bad behaviour. Dogs, Dave. You shouldn't be doing that to dogs. Come on, man. Don't do that to dogs. That's how you stop them being bad. No, it's not. No, you just train them. You don't stop fingering them. If a dog attacks you, the way to kill them. The RSPCA stands for. If a dog attacks you, the Royal Society for poking anuses. For poking anuses. (laughs) 
if a dog attacks you, you're meant to stick your finger in its bum hole and that gets it no, off. No, you aren't. No, you aren't. That gets no, it off. No, you aren't. Not in like a sexual way. Doesn't matter, Dave. There's no non-sexual way about sticking your finger in off. That's meant it's to... a dominance way. Yeah. Well, it's that's like, what they do in the wild, like you see. It's like prison <laughs> rules. When a dog, when a dog starts up at the alpha dog, the the alpha dog just gets his little finger, just jams it in the dog's ass. In the dog's ass. That's why they all sniff each other's asses because they're getting ready to weigh up the ass entry. Well, you laugh, but that is a fact. No, it's not a fact. No, it's not a fact. Fucking hell! Next time you get attacked by a dog. Try sticking your finger in his ass, and I, I, you'll thank me later. <laughs> oh, your dog's attacking me. No, no, it isn't. No, it's just on the lead. Oh, oh get my finger in there. <laughs> oh, fuck, your dog's vicious. What, my little my little poodle? My yeah. little poodle's asleep by the fire. Uh, oh, fucking good. <laughs> Mossy, why are you five fingers deep in that dog? Oh, Dave told me. Vicious as fuck, mate. It's a real angry look at, dog. Look at it's baring its teeth right now. <laughs> better it is, yeah. Yeah. Only because you're making it bear its teeth like a puppet, you fucking weirdo. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so anyway. Ash has given Parker the titty twister of a lifetime. Parker's having none of it, and Parker knocks Ash's block off. But <laughs> that's what you get. That's what you get for for trying to twist a, a man's tit. You just gonna get punched <laughs> directly in the head. But he literally knocks his block off. He punches it clean off his shoulders. What he punches his head off. Punches his head off of his shoulders. No, no. Right, no. I can't picture this. I don't remember that happening. Does so, that actually happen? So imagine Bilbo bags his head on his shoulders. No, I can imagine that. Yeah. Okay, now imagine him getting punched. Yeah, that's a pretty good punch. Now imagine the punch is so hard that his head comes off his shoulders. No, my imagination's gone. Can't imagine that. Turns out, Ash is a robot. Oh. Well, now that makes sense. Now I can't imagine that. Oh, shit. Is this where he's got the cummy white blood? Is that why he came out of his face? That's why he's coming blood out of his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming blood out of my face sounds like a Cannibal Corpse song. It's very close to a Cannibal Corpse song. Yeah. Um, Parker punches his f- head clean off his shoulders. He punches his <laughs> face off. Um, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. And so it turns out Ash is a robot, and they end up killing Ash the robot. And then um, Ripley's like, we need to recharge him and ask him some questions. So they put his head down on a table, and there's a Sorry, really I've good. Just punched his head off, so there's no yeah, chance. Yeah, you, yeah, you really should have asked him questions beforehand. Yeah, that would have been before he tried to twist my tit off. <laughs> there's a really, really good scene um, in the classic Terminator kind of style of things where they have a very clear puppet Ian Holm head. Oh, get like it, yeah. They put it on a table, and then it turns into what is clearly. Ian Holmes' actual head pushed through a hole in the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I absolutely love. I love effects like that in a film. It's my favourite thing. It's the best thing. way to do it, man. Oh, it's man. The they need to, to bring it. it back. It's so good. It's do genuinely they? great. So, uh, they're speaking to Ash through his dead head, and he tells them they can't kill the alien. It's the perfect, it's the perfect organism, he says. Yeah, it's no literally. 
It's literally perfect. So then the remaining three, who are Ripley, uh, Lambert, and Parker, they say, we're going to get to the shuttle. We'll take our chances. We'll set off the ship, self-destruct. We'll get to the shuttle, and we'll blast off and just leave the alien on this ship. Which arguably high hopes for Parker here, by the way. Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. I feel like he's going to make it. He's absolutely smashed it so far. He's got down to the final three. I've watched the film, and I really, I'm really rooting for him. <laughs> so, they all go off and do their separate things. Ripley runs to the shuttle. She's gone to get ready, to get everything for takeoff. Meanwhile, Lambert and Parker have gone to get supplies and everything they'll need to make the shuttle work on the six-week journey back to Earth. That's a long time with an alien aboard. It's a long, it's a real long time. So, Lambert and Parker are going to get some gas canisters, it looks like. I don't know what they're getting. It's just going to get real high. Yeah, they're just, yeah, yeah, they're just doing helium balloons to themselves. Yeah. Um, Best way. Yeah. The only way to deal with this shit is yeah. to get blazed. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're just running around doing this fucking, yeah, they're just grabbing shit from everywhere. Um, and then... Um, Ripley over the intercom because the intercom is still live over all decks which is something they did earlier on in the film so yeah. that everyone could stay in communications Ripley over the intercom hears the cat meow oh and she's like oh no Jones and then she yeah, don't give a shit about the cat of all things to care about now is not the time no, not she, when people are actually dying she doesn't give a shit she runs off to go find Jonesy the cat what a hero she does she is a hero anyway she finds the cat and grabs it and puts it in like a little cat vet box that they just have on the ship for some reason well, yeah well you got if you have a cat you gotta have a cat vet box exactly the rules. they put the cat vet box in the <laughs> shuttle a finger in its arse <laughs> Gets it calm down you little bastard you were being angry boom the cat's just like i wasn't even aggressive i don't I can know. see that anger in your eyes yeah she pokes it in the bomb hole puts it in the cat box anyway she throws it in the shuttle and the next thing she hears Lambert and Parker and they were busy packing away uh, gas canisters and the alien attacks and it's going to attack Lambert and Lambert is so terrified that she can't move she's frozen to the spot Oh, Lambert, you silly bitch. Parker definitely could have taken this opportunity to run away and just leave her yeah. to die. He dies a hero's death. Oh, we could have made it to the final I know, two. I know. He runs oh, at the alien. Man. He runs at the alien and tries to rugby tackle yeah. the alien. He runs at the apex predator. Yeah. It clearly does nothing. <laughs> well, that's a surprise. The alien kind of stops him in his tracks, like grabs him mid run and just little mouths him. <laughs> little mouths him in the face. Oh, man. Um, and you just see graphic. you just see blood pissing down Parker's <laughs> face. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Uh, and then you just hear shitloads of screams from the intercom. Ripley's running to try and save them, but then the screams stop. So you can pretty safely assume they Lambert are fucked. Is also dead. Lambert and Parker are goners. Oh man. So this is, a, this is a sad time. It is the whole crew. I know. Jones is all right though. Jones is all right. Jones is safe yeah. in the little cat box. So Ripley goes to activate the. <laughs> Ripley goes to activate the self-destruct sequence. She sets it all off and she gets it up and running. And then she's running through the ship. Oh, well, what's she gonna do? Well, she's gonna get to the escape pod. That's what she's oh, been yeah, setting that's up. Smart, that's yeah. what they've all been setting up. Uh, oh. That's what Lambert and. 
Parker were trying to get supplies for gas canisters for I and don't know get to the escape pod and then they're good yeah so she sets up the self-destruct uh, mother the ship is like self-destruct in 10 minutes fine we've got 10 minutes to get off this ship that's ages mate it's a long time it's a long time you can do a lot time. in 10 minutes yeah so Ripley's running back to the escape pod and she sees uh, this weird like what I it's terrible to describe this in the alien film it's what I can only describe as a H.R. Geiger-esque scene because it's designed by H.R. Geiger. <laughs> yeah, so it's just loads of fannies and dicks. It's just loads of fannies and dicks. It's loads of, like, silver, metal, but also organic-looking shit all over the ship. Yeah. She touches it, and there's, like, slime on it, and then she looks around, and you see Dallas, who is, like, up to his chest in this, like, weird alien shit and goop and you can see his face quite clearly but he's like bleeding out of his face and oh, then she, man. yeah it's grim and then she turns around and she sees brett who is like the old guy who is like best friends with parker who doesn't yeah. really have anything to do in this film he's the guy who went chasing after the cat at the start if that oh, makes okay, any difference and cool. um, and he is like you know in pirates of the caribbean when they all become parts of the ship because they've been cursed for that long that's what he looks like he's like so sunken into this alien shit that he's like his face is turning to goop and he's just he's horrible looking that's grotesque it's really grim yeah and dallas the captain is like he's still moaning and speaking just a little bit and he manages to say to ripley kill me in like okay. horrible grotesque language oh is so that I, the kill me yeah. scene that we all yeah. so I imagine like he's thinking he's in unbelievable pain from whatever the alien's doing to him slowly digesting him he wants quick relief bullet to the head knife to the heart something well, like that I imagine he's got loads of eggs in him and all exactly yeah I imagine he's having a real shit show and he wants quick yeah. relief so Ripley thank god provides that quick relief yeah. By flamethrowering him to death. No, that's not a good way to die. It's <laughs> not a good way to die. Not a quick or good way to no. die. She literally yeah. burns him until he <laughs> stops moving. She gets her flamethrower <laughs> and burns him to fuck. This is what you get for not going into quarantine, you thick twat. It's <laughs> honest to God, it's brutal. Like he's like kill me, expecting like a literal bullet to the head. She flamethrowers the fucker until he dies. Well, sorry, actually all I've got is this cattle prod and this net. Yeah. Uh and the flamethrower, so take your pick. It's honestly hideous. And then she turns yeah. and burns Brett, who did then... not ask to be killed. <laughs> no. Dallas is like, Do you not have a magazine? <laughs> <laughs> Could you not just titty twist me to death? <laughs> titty twist me, or maybe asphyxiate me with a magazine and give me give me a little tug on the way. Like, no, I'm not going to David Carradine you. What I'm going to do is burn you to death. <laughs> it's fucking horrid, man. And then she turns and burns Brett, who did not ask to be killed. Like Dallas, That's up, Brett. Dallas That's up, was Brett. like, Get "Kill me," because he's a little fanny. But Brett, yeah. Brett was styling out. Brett was like, "This is gets- my life now." That's what he gets for trying to finger cats, mate. He's <laughs> <laughs> it's what he deserves. Yeah. So, anyway, Lambert and Parker and Dallas and Brett, they're all dead. It's literally only um, uh, Ripley left. She runs up to the uh, escape pod and she looks in and then we get this really trippy scene where the alien is like tapping on the box that Jones is in. 
and all the lights are flashing because we're meant to assume like they're on minimum power because it's yeah. self-destructing. So there's yeah, like this really not? weird light show where it's flashing on and off and it's blue lights and green lights and then Ripley's like passing out against a wall and the camera's on an angle and it, it just looks really weird. <laughs> I don't know why they did it. That is my, like a disco scene. Yeah, in the <laughs> it's very weird. So then Ripley decides to run back where she came and she's running backwards with the flamethrower and she gets back to the self-destruct and she i think because because she's seen the alien in the escape pod i think they don't explain it but i think what she's thinking is if she can stop the self-destruct of the main ship but then blast the escape pod off the alien and the cat uh, okay. are gone yeah and she'll have I was the main say because that's the opposite of what her plan was yeah so she gets back to where the self-destruct is and she's trying to shut it down and the computer's counting down and loads of shit goes on and she keeps fumbling and slipping and she manages to do the last bit of it but it's after the computer's announced that the uh, the chance to stop the self-destruct is over. Oh, so she's fucked. Okay. So she's just like she she tries to speak to the computer. She's like, mother, I, I've done everything to stop it. And the computer's like, self-destruct in five. And she's like... <laughs> she's she, like, no, like, genuinely, though, you're an AI. Yeah. Just stop it, though. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. can hear the sincerity in my voice. Just yeah. Please stop it. And she's like, four, yeah. <laughs> three. <laughs> yeah. And exactly that, to the point that Ripley calls the computer a bitch and smashes oh. the screen and is, oh, like, fuming. So then Ripley's got no choice. The main ship's going to blow up. Ripley's got no choice but to go back to the control pod, to the escape pod. Yeah. So she runs back and she gets to the shuttle and the alien's not there. And she's like thanking her lucky stars and she grabs the thing with um, Jones in and they run into the control centre of the the shuttle and they lock the shuttle and then they unclasp from the main ship and they blast off and you hear the countdown and Ripley's like looking in the I don't know, rear view mirror of the shuttle, <laughs> that they, apparently. Yeah, that they have, yeah. That they have. They have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, and you hear the countdown going, and they're blasting off, and they're miles away. They're fucking well away from the ship. And then yeah. the explosion goes off. Not just one explosion. Three fucking massive... <laughs> I would call them world-ending explosions. They are unreal. <laughs> Full-blown planetary catastrophe explosions. I don't know whether the effects guys were just given complete run of the bill, but these explosions are fucking insane. <laughs> they are considering what they've put as the backdrop of space. Right? Imagine, yeah. like, imagine your computer screen is the whole of space. This explosion goes past the edges of your computer screen and there's three of them and they're just like (laughs) like across the whole of space fucking unreal and Ripley's escape shuttle isn't even rocked by it isn't even like bothered it's miles away mate it's an utterly insane explosion but I absolutely love it well it's a good job that they uh, that they did that though get rid of that alien eh yeah so Ripley's escaped and she even she even says as much she looks back at the explosions and she's like I got you you bitch she loves another bitch she loves calling people a bitch well how does she know that the alien was female she's just uh, assumed it's gender she has which is terrible but don't forget this film wasn't 2020 and it was it was fine to assume people's Uh, genders it was 1979 you could assume whatever the fuck you like assume whatever you like call people whatever pronouns you wanted yeah 
<laughs> Maybe even call them an animal. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Punch them. Finger their bum hole. Stop them being aggressive. Stop being aggressive. <laughs> 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 so, we're on the escape pod with Ripley. Film basically over. I imagine they're just wrapping up at this point. Yeah. Ripley gets Jones the cat and puts it in a stasis pod. Uh, and then That's she, nice yeah, exactly. Fuck you, you little stupid cat. Off you, you're getting frozen. Um, <laughs> Off you, fuck cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ripley gratuitously strips down to her underwear. Well, you, you've got to have that scene in just for the dads. Yeah, exactly. Bit of something for the dads to keep them interested. Yeah, because they wouldn't have been interested by the rest of the stuff. <laughs> too sci-fi yeah. for them. Uh, spaceships and aliens, no What's thanks. This, another bloody Star Wars? Don't think so, fella. I just want to see Sigourney Weaver in her keckers, please. In her... Yes, please. <laughs> so, that happens. She strips down to her underwear. She's fiddling around with the ship. I think we're meant to assume... She she mentioned something about it being six weeks back to Earth. I think we're meant to assume she's going to put herself into stasis, but she's, like, yeah. fiddling around with the ship. She touches something, and as she's doing it, the alien hand pops out of the wall. Oh, and man. she screams and freaks the fuck out and backs well, off. yeah, as you would, yeah. She backs all the way across this shuttle and backs herself into, like, a closet and closes the door but the door's got like glass windows in it and in the door is like spacesuits and she's looking at the spot where the alien hand popped out and she can see the xenomorph like curled up in this like little hollow bit of the wall yeah and for all intents and purposes the xenomorph appears to be asleep oh that's nice oh low key sleep which it's is probably tired after eating eight people yeah exactly and it is very weird because its little mini tongue pops out snoring away I think we're meant to assume that's how it snores yeah oh I don't want this to die no. I know because exactly you know, I feel atta- I feel attached to this cute little alien it's very <laughs> it's very weird scene anyway Ripley is like naked in this closet but she's got these spacesuits she starts sneakily trying to get into one of these spacesuits without making any noise she full on puts one out and zips herself in and puts the helmet on and then she comes out of this closet and she goes and sits down on one of the seats and she starts like seat belting herself into the seat and she's got a harpoon gun okay and then she reaches to this console on that she's sat next to and starts pressing buttons and she starts singing this weird little song about you are my star or something i can't remember what it is, is it you are my sunshine no it's not you are my sunshine okay. but it's very similar and very weird like i don't know why she's singing to herself <laughs> okay it's nice of her she maybe she's singing to the cat yeah yeah exactly who's in stasis so has no yeah, awareness she, okay, of what's maybe going she's on singing to the little baby alien <laughs> maybe yeah singing it to sleep she starts jabbing buttons on this console and jets of steam uh blasting along the walls and then she blasts the alien with steam and I think she's thinking that this will like somehow kill the alien even though nothing else <laughs> yeah. did well not not anything on earth yeah. or space yeah. could kill the alien it's so bloody good so some steam have that <laughs> fuck you that'll do yeah so steam's she's quite hot though I'll give you that steam is quite warm yeah so she steams the alien the alien gets out of the wall obviously pissed off and not yeah, dead yeah quite, quite furious yeah at this point. And then there's some weird 
choices at this, this i don't know why she does this she turns the seat round so that she's not facing the alien well maybe because it can't maybe it's like jurassic park and if she st- doesn't look at it and stays still yeah she won't know. it only knows if she's there by sound or something yeah i don't know yeah um she's turned around she's facing away from the alien for some reason and then the aliens coming towards her, and then she screams, and she jabs a button on the console, on the console, <laughs> and the doors to the shuttle open, and everything goes flying out. Ah, uh, she airlocks it like she, it. She classic airlocks it, and the alien manages to grab onto the walls of the <laughs> ship, um, and that's when she turns the seat round and harpoons like, it in the chest, like Blofeld. Yeah. So she had like a plan C. Yeah. If her singing and steaming it didn't work, then... <laughs> I feel like plan C should have been plan A. Yeah, I reckon so as because well. Nothing... Airlock and harpoon yeah. as opposed to singing, singing and steam. And steam. <laughs> <laughs> Just singing to the alien in the shower. Yeah, yeah, didn't work for some weird reason. It does. That's a real surprise, that. So she blasts it in the chest with the harpoon. The alien goes flying out into space. It's still attached to... The door's closed and it, they close on the wire of the harpoon so the oh, alien is still attached to the ship oh, like an umbilical cord sort of thing yeah but then she sees it fly out on the wire and it lands under the engine so then she presses the engines and the rockets blast and she burns the alien to death we assume oh, so, so it's weak to engines weak to engines if you can airlock it harpoon it and engine it then That'll do. that combination is its that weakness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like it's kryptonite. Airlock harpoons and engines. Airlock harpoon engine. Not steam, not singing. Yeah. Airlock harpoon engines. If only those three things were as abundant on Earth as kryptonite <laughs> is for Superman. They are quite abundant. I'd say that I've never seen a harpoon in real life. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen an airlock in real life. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. <laughs> well, now, a front porch is kind of like an airlock. Yeah, it's only because my car is over five years old that I've seen an engine. Otherwise, I could have quite happily, <laughs> quite happily gone through life without ever seeing one of them. <laughs> You've been on a plane, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the the alien gets burned to death on this engine, and it's at this point that Ripley does her little communication back to Earth that she. Yeah is the one remaining survivor of the Nostromo and she's coming back to Earth and that every other fucker has died. And yeah. Because of the did she mention the alien at all? Uh no. No. Well no. why wouldn't you? Yeah. No, it's not worth it. They all died. Oh, I mean that makes it sound like a yeah. That sounds legit. Serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're coming back to Earth with your cat and don't sound like a crazy lady. Yeah. I mean, isn't that half the plot of the second film where they're like Oh, did you kill all the crew? And she's like, well, obviously not, no. Yeah, but also, it sounds like you definitely also, killed. You didn't mention any aliens before, so we're going to make, we're going to assume that you killed the entire crew. <laughs> yeah, it's utterly insane. Um, uh, good film. Is that it? That's that's the end of the film. That's it. What that's I do have, what, sweet, what I do have for you is um, a great original ending for Alien. Okay, is this your own? Dave Borden? No, no, no. This is apparently how Ridley Scott wanted it to end. Oh, okay. And he was convinced otherwise by the production company who wanted to keep Sigourney Weaver on because they didn't want Sigourney Weaver to die. 
Yeah. Okay. So in the original Ridley Scott ending, supposedly, rather than um, blasting the alien out into space, the alien kills Ripley, just yeah. flat out kills her, and then the alien presses the comms button back to Earth. Oh shit! I've heard this. Yeah. And delivers a perfect communication back to Earth in Ripley's voice. Yeah, well, that would have made it the apex predator if it could replicate voices. If it could perfectly instead, communicate, yeah. yeah. Instead, they used that in Predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and Terminator. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, oh, yeah. Ter- Terminator's James Cameron, right? It's not really. Yeah, Scott. yeah, yeah, yeah. Terminator's James Cameron. That is a good film, man. It's a really, oh, really good film. I like that. Yeah, it's I a mean, great horror say, film. It is pretty short and sweet. It just does its job. It's spooking you up, and that's it. I think it's it's, really it's, good, it's perfect for what it's trying to do. It's set out to be a, a horror film. It's claustrophobic. Yeah. There's lots of deaths. It's got a it's got a, a, a villain that we've not seen before. The whole and I can what I forgive the the sequels. There's some terrible sequels to Alien. Yeah, there are quite a few. Yeah. What yeah, I four. what I forgive them for, and what I forgive every one of them for is wanting to explore more of what it means to for the alien to, like, you know, it impregnates people. Yeah. There's, I that mean, whole, like, there's that whole, like, laying its eggs in people, the living birth, the chest burster. The... I mean, like, um, Aliens was so good because he mixed they mixed it all. Yeah. So Cam- yeah. Cameron came in, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah decided instead of making just a, a standard isolated claustrophobic horror he was going to make it a sort of war film because again both do have allegories and he wanted to make it like a war film a la starship troopers but good um and wanted to make this sort of big army versus the alien menace but the alien menace was actually smarter and better than what the the troops were putting out because they were just jarheads yeah and uh, Aliens is, is perfect because of that. And then in Alien 3, they just try to replicate Alien by making it Alien but set in a prison. Yeah. And Alien Resurrection just went completely off the deep end with like, oh, it's all about mothership and, and how Ripley actually likes the alien because it makes a weird, crazy human alien. And it, and it just got really like up its own arsehole, yeah. that Alien, alien Resurrection. That, that um, has been the problem with... Aliens is a great sequel. It's a really yeah, good perfect. film. But perfect the rest sequel. of the Alien sequels, I think, get too obsessed with the own lore and investigating channels of Alien that yeah. casual film wa- film watchers do not care about. No, it's a shame because Prometheus could have been good if it wasn't shit. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Prometheus going to the going to the engineers, going back to the start and being like, "Oh, it's an it's an Alien prequel," but we're not going to set it up as an alien prequel until like the very very end would have been good if they actually had have done that but instead they just went mad yeah and in the same way of like uh like in in terminator and terminator 2 like terminator 2 is a perfect sequel because they were like well what if we say that they reprogrammed the terminator from the first one and then they sent back a better Terminator, and then they have to have a fight. And it's yeah. all about yeah. it's all about Sarah Connor having to deal with the fact that this guy tried to kill her, but she's got to also get into the fact that it is a robot and it's not the same guy. Yeah, film one, he's um, a bad guy. Film two, he's a good guy. There he's you a go. good guy, but deal there is a it. worse bad yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and that works and then again terminator 3 they were just like well let's make terminator 2 again and then terminator 4 they were like well let's just make terminator 2 again that's all all they did just constantly just try to remake terminator 2 yeah yeah, you're like well it's not gonna work is it i think that's the problem like arnie's so famous now that they just don't want to risk making him a bad guy but he was so good as a bad guy in the first one not putting him in a film yeah yeah if Terminator 3 and Terminator 4 had been made without Arnold Schwarzenegger, they would have been much better films. Yeah, agreed. Um, I was looking through Ridley Scott films, and I've only ever seen one Ridley Scott film. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. I've only seen Alien. Um, I've not seen a single... I've not watched uh, Gladiator. I've not watched Hannibal. I've not watched Black Hawk Down. I've not seen Kingdom of Heaven. I've not seen American Gangster. I watched Summer Prometheus and turned it off. I've not watched The Martian. Yeah. <laughs> I've hey. not watched a single. Mate, that is unreal. I know, yeah, it's mad. I would say um, Gladiator, American American Gangster, American maybe. Gangster goes on for about nine hours. And yeah, Gladiator and... Um... He did American Gangster and the assassination of Jesse James back-to-back. That's like a million hours. Yeah, that's I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the last one you mentioned? Um, it was the most recent one, Kingdom of Heaven, maybe no. American Gangster. No, that, I mean that that's that's it, right? Gladiator's oh, definitely worth a watch. Gladiator's a great film. Yeah, The Martian. The Martian. The Martian's really good. Yeah, The Martian's very very good. We, uh, I really enjoyed that. I went to see that with Stefan, and we both really enjoyed that. Yeah. Also, another a little fact about Alien. Um, credited wise there's only nine credited actors in this film that is it that's true there's only there's seven crew members there's mother the ship and there's the alien yeah that's what makes it so good it's it's got such a claustrophobic feel to it like and I think they do it beautifully because at the start they wake up in the ship and only a few of them wake up and it's beautifully spacious and they take you through the yeah. ship and it's like it's roomy and then the longer the film goes on the more the ship seems to come in on them and yeah it's super clever it's super well done it's just yeah it, from a directorial point of view it, it's beautiful it's a really clever film i really like it and yeah. as a horror film it just it does the job you know it's spooky that whole yeah. thing with the um that whole thing with the sensor that tells you when it's like a foot yeah. away is great it's so I mean, clever that, all the films have tried to replicate that forever and ever and ever because it's so clever yeah yeah that's it because it's almost the cast something to to know where something is but not directly yeah, yeah. and that just fuck you up man it's scary as shit, exactly yeah. it's almost worse than not knowing isn't it because yeah. like you know you can't do anything about it it's close enough yeah. that you are fucked like that is the only yeah. thing it tells Unless you you're on a net and a camera yeah. prop yeah exactly yeah 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 <laughs> yeah but alien man what a film absolutely love Good it film. so that's the uh that's the end of the episode uh i hope you've enjoyed it thank you very much for listening to the breakfast club we put an episode out every week we get absolutely hammered and we tell you about a film that we like I have drank two and a half litres of beer and I'm so gone man I'm so gone <laughs> oh, that was like a that was like a confession oh mate it's just a sad <laughs> little thing do you know what I genuinely last week had to re-listen back to the the episode of Top Gun that I uploaded 
because yeah. I couldn't remember a single word we said during that episode. Yeah. That's how no, bad. I don't... I, top Gun, Top Gun was a trial, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and um, yeah, tell your friends. I know, obviously, friends are hard to come by in these torrid times. But if you're if you're in digital contact with anybody, just get give us a mention and uh, help grow this uh, this community that we've got. Definitely. Um, do you know what's lovely as well? I've I've I listen to a lot of podcasts and a few of them have said that during all this, obviously their listenership's gone down. You know, people aren't commuting, yeah, people yeah. aren't going to work, so numbers are dropping. Uh, and from the last two weeks, we've seen we've only got a small listenership, but it's staying roughly the same per week, which is yeah. lovely. It's nice that you guys are sticking with us through this. It's nice that we're entertaining you through this. We just do it to make ourselves laugh. Um, but it's so lovely that there's people out there listening to it. We are going to try and do more stuff. We're going to try and do the Twitch stream. Uh, we're just going to make up shit that amuses us, basically. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So yeah. Just anything that we find fun. Yeah, and we're really looking forward to just, like, yeah, bringing you along with us and, and expanding it and doing what we can with it and also being sponsored by uh, Jaguar Land Rover. And Yeah, well, are they cheap? They are Jeep. I, don't, I, assume. I don't, know, don't know enough about cars. I don't know enough about cars. I wouldn't mind being Let's sponsored by are. Jaguar Land Rover. Sponsored by Pledge. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Tell you what, day the day the first sponsorship comes through, I'm going to be so fucking excited, man. <laughs> I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be one day, and then the second day it's gonna be gone. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Once they realise what we say about them, they'll yeah. just be like. Ah, oh, we're really yeah. sorry we didn't. I hope the fuck that. it's not me on these or Casper mattress. Mate, I absolutely right. love this episode. Thank you very much. Uh, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. I'll see you later. Goodbye. Cheers, guys. Bye. Bye.